welcome to the Figure It Out podcast. I'm Emma. And I'm Natasha. And we're so happy you guys joined us for another episode. We really are. I feel like we maybe have a few stragglers came for the Super Bowl podcast, stayed for the engagement podcast kind of people from last week's episode because the Super Bowl episode is just kind of a hyped episode and it was so fun to have Matthew on. It was a lot of fun to record. I know a lot of people said they just enjoy listening to it. Mm-hmm. But I do think when people like come and listen to that episode, it paints a very different picture of like us and our podcast. Yeah. Of like, we don't talk about sports usually or even right. current events necessarily. No. So it's just kind of this like standoff one that we love doing, but I would say it's very different than a lot of our podcasts. Right. We really aren't sports commentators. We really aren't pop culture people. Like, that's not what this podcast typically covers. But for the Super Bowl podcast every year, I feel like we do. Um, But that being said, we do have a lot of people that come and go from our podcast. Uh, We love it when people come. We hate it when people go. But, uh, and so we, I feel like we should just take a moment and be like, what is the Figured Out podcast um, to people who are maybe newer? Yeah, I know. We've had a lot of new listeners and and followers. And so um, if you're joining us or you're for the second episode or (laughs) the beginning of the year or recently, um, Emma and I, we just basically like to take topics that we feel like young adults um, are figuring out and navigating post-college. Mm-hmm. Those years that are maybe not necessarily mapped out for you, but you're making a lot of decisions, you're growing a lot as a person, you're navigating a lot of different aspects of life from careers to relationships to finances to like just what are you doing with your free time. Um, and so we uh, feel like when we first started four years ago, we had a lot to figure out. And so we took topics that we were actively figuring out. Now it's kind of a mixture of things we yeah. figured out and feel a lot more confident about or things that we're still like, hey, this is a hard thing in life. Let's talk about it. Right. I think we really want this podcast to come off as, hey, we're still figuring stuff out, too. We never want what we say to be like, this is absolutely how everyone should manage this or that or do this because <laughs> we're not too prideful to say like we do it. We can do it wrong. Exactly. But um, it's like as we're figuring it out, some things we're figuring out, some things we feel like we've more figured out. Um, but that's, yeah, what the premise of this podcast is. Um, and this is this is our, I guess, our Valentine's Day episode. It's like Valentine's Day week. So we decided to do something Natasha's actively figuring out right now mm-hmm. um, is figuring out engagement. And so obviously that's the title of today's episode. And we're just excited to talk all about what Natasha's going through right now. So this will be a counseling session. I think you'll count as one of our premarital ones. No. That's the plan. Honestly, though, this has been something where, like, if you put it into the category of have you figured this out or are you still in it, I feel like I'm right in the middle. Okay. Of, like, I think I've learned so much, but I also know that there's probably so much I'm going to learn Mm -hmm. through this season. Yeah. And, like, if we were to do a post one after married, I'd probably say things that it might be different than what I would advise now. But Mm -hmm. this is just, like, yeah, where we're at and as friends, like, kind of walking through engagement together, like, what Mm -hmm. that's looked like. And that there are a lot of things to figure out that it's hard to prepare for until you're in this season yep. because you just don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. So hopefully this podcast gives some insight to you, regardless of where yeah. you're at in relational status mm-hmm. or whatnot, of just saying like, hey, there's practical things to like prepare for in a way or things that are great to know insight wise, but also take it with a grain of salt because Emma and I are both figuring this out. Well, you're actively figuring it out. Well, I'm, yeah, but you I'm, are as a friend. <laughs> I'm figuring so. it out as a friend walking alongside of you. Yeah. Um, so And also Natasha. Tasha is just one person figuring it out. Mm-hmm. And I think, well, in any situation, in any topic, everyone manages things differently. But when you're comparing something like an engagement, it's so different across across the board. And so just I hear that. I will say, yeah. And comparison is something that I put down in notes at the end of the podcast, but maybe could be talked about now of like, 
engagement, I feel like, and just maybe relationships in general, but I felt it a lot with engagement, has so much comparison. And so if you're listening to this and like, oh, I'm not doing it that way, or I should have done it that way, or I don't think I would, like, that's okay too. Mm -hmm. This is very much just my experience. And I know so many people that have done it differently and had very successful engagements in the sense that they're Mm -hmm. happily married, you know? So like, that's great. But I also think that there's just, yeah, different personalities. Things are going to fit better for certain people. Yeah. So to catch any of y'all up to speed, if you're not, you know, following our lives super closely, <laughs> Natasha got engaged end of August. Mm-hmm. So where are you at? And I, I guess I got to figure this out beforehand. You've been engaged for now. I think six months about or like five almost, months. Yeah, kind of between five and six months. Yeah. You have three-ish months left, right? Yep. Yep. So that you're, that's where she's at in this, like, engagement period. So you've been engaged for a while. Obviously, I think it's going to, like, heat up. Would you say? I don't know. I think when it comes to actual planning, there's a lot of things that I've realized you can't do till closer to the wedding. Mm-hmm. So there's like thinking through stuff, but the actual like actions have to happen yeah. that month. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, there's definitely gonna be a lot of things that are busier, but I would say for the most part, the other day, Justin and I were taking stock of kind of where we were at. Mm-hmm. Justin's my fiance also, if you're <laughs> just joining. Um, but I think we're like in a good spot, which is an exciting place to mm-hmm. be because for yeah. a while it definitely wasn't. So I feel like, yeah, I mean, when I'm like when when I'm thinking, what do they still have to do wedding related? Um, I'm like that list is getting a lot shorter. Yeah, it feels really good. Mm-hmm. Which this is something I maybe we even want to just chat about real quickly is like what engagement is, and sometimes I feel like your engagement season is a time to plan your wedding, but really it's like a time to prepare to get married. Mm-hmm. Have you felt that like the the ebbs and flows of that? For sure. I think Justin and I had a little bit longer of an engagement than I would have, like, typically thought. I think originally when you, like, make your timeline for life or whatnot, like, I'd always wanted, like, a six- to seven-month engagement I thought would be really good. And we're closer. We're at eight months. And Mm -hmm. so a little bit longer. But I think that that has given the time to, like, step back and not focus on on the wedding at times and be like, Mm -hmm. oh, what are we preparing for for marriage? Or how am I preparing to be a wife, not just a bride? Mm -hmm. And I think that has been a really good thing to have, like, the space to be able to, like, sit back and, like, pray over that. And I actually, the beginning of engagement was, like, keeping this journal of things that I was like, what is God speaking to me about just like this season of life preparing for marriage. Mm-hmm. And it was really good to just have that. Unfortunately, if you guys have followed my life at all recently, it got burned up in the in the cabin fire. So that was kind of sad. Yeah. But I had all of these things where it was just like really sweet moments with the Lord of like, okay, this is really a transformation and like not just of like your living location or whatnot, but like of your identity in a way. Like mm-hmm. I'm losing my last name and taking a new one. Like there's me so much that is like this change of I felt like identity and so um I don't know and so that was something that I think like maybe people didn't talk about beforehand Mm -hmm. of what is engagement about I would say like one really big thing is just a preparation not just for that wedding but for where you're headed afterwards with Mm -hmm. your fiance and how do you um how do you become the best wife or the best husband that you can be before you are the mm-hmm. best before you are a wife or a husband right i i think that's such a wise perspective because you're only a bride for a day mm-hmm. and you're a wife for the rest of your life and mm-hmm. so yeah i think that's really wise to go into that obviously like the, the, we don't want to diminish weddings here i think we both no, love a good exactly. party like weddings yeah. are great but um i think it's really wise to have that perspective also you can do that in conjunction with planning mm-hmm. a big celebration too but just kind of remembering where the weight of 
your preparation should go. Yeah. And I think that can be something that is helpful to keep in mind as you're busy planning because it gets so overwhelming. And sometimes I think you need to take a step back and be like, this is just a day. Mm -hmm. And if things aren't perfect, if I don't have that or I, you know, if this person can't make it, like it's okay because Mm -hmm. that's just a day and that doesn't define your marriage. And that person's still going to be a part of your lives after you're married Mm -hmm. and you're still going to have a beautiful time and the weather could be bad, but that's okay. It's going to be a celebration. Mm -hmm. And I think that allows you to release things when Mm -hmm. you have the right perspective. Exactly. Okay. So let's kind of switch gears a little bit. What are some things that like surprise has surprised you about this being engaged season? Whether that means like the day you got engaged, this all changed or you didn't see this coming. I don't know. Open-ended question. I don't know where you want to go with this, but take it away. Yeah. I think a really big surprise for me that kind of happened before we got engaged, which I think was good. Um, but I knew that we were going to get engaged this fall. And so this summer I had some time when I was at Summit that it was just like a lot of reflection. And one thing that I just was so struck by is I had to grieve the end of singleness. And like this season that I've had of living with you guys and like having this friendship with people in a different way and just like really the familiarity of it, the freedom of it. And it was definitely something that was unexpected Mm -hmm. because everybody talks about engagement and marriage is like this, like, I would say sometimes it's like put up too high as like this pedestal Mm -hmm. of of achievement. It's like, this will be the best time of your life. Oh my gosh, you're a bride. You get to do Mm -hmm. all this. Like, that's so exciting. And it is, but I think no one talks about how hard it is to leave Mm -hmm. what you've known and what you love. Yeah. And again, going back to like, Engagement is this time and the marriage is this time of transition and you're you're really changing so much mm-hmm. that you have to say goodbye to things and you have to like have space to grieve it. So I think for me, I had this time where I was like, I'm a horrible fiance because <laughs> like everyone else is so excited and Justin is so excited and I just am sad. And it was like a few months probably um, before, a little bit before we were engaged and then a few months after mm-hmm. we were engaged of just being like, okay, these are feelings I really need to wrestle through. Um, And I had some great conversations with people at small group and with friends and with my sister and with Justin. And like now, like I'm so excited to get married. Mm -hmm. But I just, there were some times where I was like, okay, this is unexpected. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of a negative surprise in a way. Yeah. But I think that's something that, you know, you see the highlight reel on Instagram and people Mm -hmm. are like, can't wait to marry you in 172 days, you know? And like, in 172 days, I was like, whoa, I don't know if I want to be married right now. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. that was definitely a difficult right. transition. Yeah. One thing that I, like, I remember you talking about this and kind of just the whole feeling of I'm so excited to marry Justin. And that was like that, that was never in question. I think Mm-mm. through all of this, it was so obvious like that wasn't what you were wrestling with. But it was just like the fact of grieving the end of a really, really fun season. Yeah. Um, And it like as a friend, it was sometimes hard for me to be like, obviously we're so excited for you guys we're like but we don't want you to leave and so I think sometimes like hearing that I was I was so confused at first you're like you don't have to get married I was like (laughs) you could stay (laughs) you don't have to leave and like I know you have to leave like you need to go start your life with Justin Justin we love you but like (laughs) and it was just like I don't get it and I I think like as we've Mm -hmm. talked more it makes so much sense but it was like you're the one that's gonna go off and get married and you're leaving us but like that's not all that there is to it yeah no I think it's just a complicated thing Mm -hmm. and it's something that is made hard because of the relationships you have with Mm -hmm. other people and because of just the investment that I think like I've been able to have in life of really good times and I know that that also isn't the case for everyone like Mm -hmm. 
I, I know some people they are like, I was so ready to get married because I didn't have anything to hang on to. And there weren't like solid people that I was excited to live with. And I was lonely. And like there's, mm-hmm. you know, there's so many different stories with that. So I don't want to say too that like if you're excited to be married and engagement <laughs> has been like everything that you hoped, that mm-hmm. that isn't negative either mm-hmm. and that you should feel bad about that. Yeah. Um, it was just a surprise. Like yeah. I really was not expecting to have those mm-hmm. emotions. Right. So did you talk through those like with Justin or like how has – that how like just maybe in general we'll just open this question up more in general how has your relationship with Justin been throughout engagement then I think that has been so good and like I I wasn't expecting necessarily for there to be like these major conflicts but sometimes I'm surprised at how like I don't know how much easier it what it is than I thought it would be mm-hmm. and part of that is he is the most patient <laughs> person and I think like yeah there was one night in small group when he was just like I am so excited to get married, all of this stuff. He's like, I wasn't expecting. And then I was like, and I just am really struggling. And he like is so gracious and just like was willing to sit with me in those emotions for mm-hmm. a really long time. And I think like that is just even was like a more of a confidence builder of like, yeah, that's why I mm-hmm. want to get married because you're somebody that will like walk through these difficult like feelings, but also like that isn't going to just be upset with me for being Mm -hmm. who I am or for having lived the way I've lived, you know, for sure. And like that type of thing. And so I think like relationally, it's been a really great time with him. Um, I think anytime you're planning a really big event, it has (laughs) to take precedent over a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And so we've tried to make it, you know, we've tried to set aside time to still date within this. And sometimes we'll just be like, okay, we're going to come and work on wedding stuff for two hours. And then we're not going to talk about wedding stuff after Mm -hmm. that and we're gonna have a fun time with friends or we're gonna you know just enjoy being together Mm -hmm. so I think setting up those type of boundaries has been really helpful to keep our relationship separate from planning a wedding Mm -hmm. I think that's where like the conflict would come and so to have like kind of parameters almost of being like what do we need to get done to be you know peaceful Mm-hmm. Um, and there's been times, there was one time where he was like, what would you like to do tonight? Do you want to work on wedding stuff or do you want to, you know, play a game and relax? And I was like, both are equally ex- stressful to me. And, <laughs> and it's just like, sometimes that's a feeling where it's like, I can't relax because I need to get something done and mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. But he's been grac- gracious in that. And I think that that's been, um, just a really good balance. Mm-hmm. Also probably pretty affirming or like, all right, I'm going to get married to you. And you're being super great in this <laughs> season yeah I think that has helped mm-hmm. I don't know like it might have been it definitely would have been harder if there had been a lot of conflict all of a sudden and I think that that's also you know I the stress of planning a wedding can bring up that so I don't mm-hmm. want to say that's necessarily like a negative yeah. thing I, I th- recognize that as very valid I think I've heard that often or I've heard a lot of couples reflect that being engaged was more conflict than they'd ever faced before yeah and it was only because like they were preparing to be married like they it's not like they doubted that honestly most people say that but it was just the the stress of we've never planned something of this caliber Mm -hmm. and probably won't ever again um and making a lot of big decisions together you throw financial differences in there and Mm -hmm. huge figures around like there's just more opportunity for argument probably for sure I think one thing, too, is Jess and I have both been really blessed with, like, our families don't have these huge expectations Mm. for the wedding or for, like, engagement in our relationship. So there's been a lot of support from them without feeling burdened. And I think that can be a hard dynamic, too, when you're entering into a family and there's, like, oh, I, you know, we do things this way and we, like, even our holidays were very flexible from both sides of like Mm -hmm. okay we want you here as much as you can but we understand that you guys are building your own life and that includes this new family and so Mm -hmm. I think there was a lot of grace with that but even that like there's just so much change and so much merging of your life that 
friction has to occur in some way. Yeah. Um, but as much as you can to like release, I think little things so mm-hmm. that they don't become bigger things is really helpful. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, let's just stay on the surprise bandwagon for a few more minutes. Um, specifically, let's talk wedding. Well, this isn't a wedding planning podcast, but sometimes it's hard to talk about engagement without planning weddings. Mm-hmm. What has been something that's been shocking to you about planning a wedding? And it could be small or big. I think I just didn't realize how many decisions you'd have to make. Yeah. Like, of course, people say, like, <laughs> oh, where are you getting married? And I don't know. But, like, literally, you guys, there are just decision after decision after decision after decision. And all that kind of, like depends on the previous decisions you can't just skip ahead to something that may be easier to make Mm -hmm. because now you're talking about oh you you, like you can't choose a venue unless you have your guest list created and you can't choose you know like can't sell invitations until you get everyone's address I don't know it Mm -hmm. was just crazy um and I don't like making decisions so I guess that's been like exhausting Mm -hmm. but and you can't delegate decisions either right you can't ask me to pick like who you should invite from your family. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, I could do that for you. I could do that for people, I think. But Honestly, that could be such a good way of doing it, though, being like, I didn't choose, like, who's coming here. Yeah. Like, my maid of honor did. <laughs> I don't know. It would just be kind of funny. Yeah. But Hey, if, if everyone RSVPs yes, and we need to uninvite people, I can make those phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. Yeah, currently we're over capacity. Did you see that reel I sent you? I don't think you did. No, not yet. I, I way more than Natasha, I think, my algorithm on my phone is a lot more wedding centric just because I think I've looked up things for her wedding or like looked at things and whatnot. So my phone knows someone in my household's getting married. And so I just sometimes send Natasha and Justin, I have like send them both little reels. When I, when I know like this is what they're going through in their wedding planning stage, I'll send them a reel in that capacity. There are some very funny ones, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. I just think, I'll be honest, you guys, the internet's so funny. It is. Like, and I know the internet's bad for you, and I know we should monitor our usage of the internet, and we shouldn't be addicted to the internet, and I'm not, but I will say it's funny. Your reels this week have been, like, on point. On point. Yeah. I think because I don't spend, I don't, I don't allow myself to scroll on reels, mm. so I can't get to the bad stuff, so they, they know when they got me, they don't they got have me for long. To, yeah, exactly. So they have to show me the good content and the good content right away, and here I am advocating for Instagram reels, because, <laughs> you know, when you only can dedicate five minutes to reels, and they only can show you a few, they're going to make sure they're good. Yeah. After this episode, you guys can go and listen to our thoughts on social media yeah. on a previous one. And so you know that where we stand is pretty grounded. But yeah, um, yeah. I, have, I do think that it's very yeah. funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not I'm not addicted to Instagram. I have. I will say part of the reason. I know that. I, I, hope I they know that. Tell everyone. Like, I, don't, I don't know who could be listening, but like. By the way, though, we do have a joint Instagram for this podcast. Yeah. So if you are on Instagram and you want some quality content, you can go to Emmentosh and follow us um, and also just be able to watch random things from life, but mm-hmm. also stuff related to the podcast. Yeah. And I, I promise you at some point we will have wedding content. Like I, we'll make sure to share wedding photos and like behind the scenes of some yeah. kind of capacity. Yeah. Yeah. But we're busy right now. Yeah. Actually, so I've kind of been on a hiatus from Instagram. And part of the reason is two reasons. One, I I work on Instagram a lot. And so I get worked out of it. Um, But two, I found my photographer through Instagram. And there was this brief period of time that was so incredibly stressful of trying to figure out a photographer Mm -hmm. that anytime I went on, I was like, the old, I have to just be looking at photographers. Yeah. And so then I was like, I can't bear to go on Instagram anymore. Mm, so sorry. I kind of stopped. I'm really sorry to hear that. It's probably good for you. I, I think it's been really good, actually. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's talk about engagement again. What are some things you've enjoyed about being engaged thus far? Hmm. Dreaming has been so fun. Like, what do you, what do you mean not by that? Not li- literally dreaming. <laughs> I've gotten very little sleep. Um, 
<laughs> no, dreaming with Justin has been so fun. Okay. I think last year it was like I knew we were probably going to get married. But there was still so much that you're like, I don't want to bank on this. What if things are like different in this person than I expected them to be? What if things are different in me? What if our lives just don't like line up the way we think they're going to? Right. You're asking all those questions mm -hmm. and you're dating. And that's why you date is to figure those things out. And I was really hoping that it would be like, yeah, we're going to spend our lives together. But now it's like we're planning for this summer what we're going to do together. Mm -hmm. And it's not this hypothetical when we're married. It's like there's a date on the calendar and we get to like create our lives together now. Mm -hmm. And I think that has just been so fun. Touring houses was exhausting, but it was so much fun to be like, OK, how would we host this? How would we do this? How would mm -hmm. we you know where would this person come stay when they visited us? Yeah. And just like to have that joy of being like able to envision life together has been so fun. Mm -hmm. um, so I would say that's been a huge enjoyment. Yeah. It's just awesome. Honestly, it's kind of crazy because we'll be talking about we'll be our household is in this big calendaring phase where we have to make all these plans because it's just busy. y'all. Um, and we'll be like planning something for post wedding, mm -hmm. and it'll be like, whoa, you don't actually, you won't ride with us there, or like we have a friend's wedding a few weeks after yours, and it's like you won't, you'll you'll be going as Natasha Casbone. Like, I know what. Like I remember when crazy. that was the first thing. I was like, that'll be probably like the first printed thing that has a Your new name. last, a new name on yeah. it. Like that's a weird thought. That's actually crazy. Yeah. So I think like that reality has been so fun, mm -hmm. and just like being able to. Yeah, being able to picture life with Justin with confidence and mm -hmm. not like the what ifs of maybe this won't work out. Because I think that is a really hard thing of like being so excited about someone and feeling confident, but not having necessarily the plan in place of like this is when we're getting married. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I kind of mentioned this before, but it has been a really good time of reflection, I think, with like other people and then also personally of just being like, OK, God, like. What are things maybe that you're teaching me in this season or what are mm -hmm. things that um, like I think it makes you more aware of like, oh, how could this potentially be a hard thing that would like impact Justin? So like, how do you address that? And just like a really good like it hasn't been necessarily fun, but it's been really good and like sweet, I think, to just sit with Jesus in different ways and like in a very specific mm -hmm. purpose, I guess. Hmm. Yeah, just like a really good time of reflection, I think. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, other things that you've enjoyed before we get into the what's not been fun. What's not been fun? No. Um, it's forced me to be very intentional. Mm. And I don't know if I did that as well this last fall, but I think like December and then this first month and a half of or so, it's just like I don't want, you know, wedding conversations to dominate life. That has just been mm -hmm. something that I think both Justin and I have tried to really do of when we're with friends. Like, we're not talking about it unless they want to talk about mm -hmm. which is fine. And I have a couple of sisters that don't live in this state. And so one thing I was really careful about is, like, when I talk to them, I'm not just, like, here's what's, mm -hmm. you know, here's where plan. we're at with wedding planning. Yeah. And so just, like, leaving space to really be intentional with other people and, and conversations. Um I don't know. And then also still intentionally dating Justin, like creating that space has been really good, too, mm -hmm. of like remembering when things are hard. Like, this is why I want to get married <laughs> because I love you and because we have these awesome yeah. times together. And it's really great. Right. Like you want to marry Justin, not because you can plan an event well yes. together, but because you like just doing life. So, yeah, probably important to keep doing that. <laughs> well, I remember someone. As, my sister had told me this, actually, um, after she watched several of her friends get married. And she was just like, don't let wedding conversations be what you talk about with your fiance now because 
she was like, I've, I've had so many people do that. And then just it creates conflict because you're not getting time with them like you did when you were really excited to marry them and you said mm-hmm. yes. And it's becoming so practical instead of like enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And so I think setting up those boundaries and like creating that intentionality has been really, really mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Um, and has led then to like better conversations because mm-hmm. we know we don't have as much time right. to just, I don't know, mm-hmm. yeah, waste, I guess. And you guys have also just started doing premarital counseling. Mm-hmm. And that probably also plays into a whole lot of things when it comes to your relationship. Yeah, I think, yeah, being intentional about improving your relationship, if you're not going to do premarital counseling, I would highly recommend it. Not because, like, I had someone say that they were scared because it was going to show how different they were in a way. And they were like, I don't want to just see all the differences that we have. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think, like, instead, and she even said, she said, instead it showed all the similarities. And I was like, oh, actually, like, there's even more confidence in going into that. But it does create, like, even if there aren't these major things to work through, it just creates good conversation. Mm-hmm. It's just like, okay, like, such a simple question of why do you want to get married? But then, like, really articulating that well. And... Um, and that's been really good. And then also, like, just working through, like, okay, what are things that you see in the person that you really admire? And, like, just sometimes mm-hmm. you can take things for granted, I think. And premarital kind of, like, forces you to say things that were unspoken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's been a good time. I've enjoyed it. Besides those few weeks that were really hard, <laughs> the rest of it's been really great. <laughs> okay. Well, then that's not probably the best segue. But, like, what are some things that have been difficult? Because... Yeah. It's not always sunshine, roses, rose, roses, roses, and daisies, probably. I think I would say I'm probably someone that manages stress decently well, but I would say it's just a very stressful period of time, even if you're able to like push through that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also just exhausting to not have free space in your mind, even to like just sit back and relax. And I don't know it's just there's always something to think about when it comes to the wedding there's always stuff that you could be doing and I think you have to like say I'm not going to do that right now I'm going to like be present in this moment I'm going to choose to just do something relaxing with friends I'm going to you know push something else off but when you go to bed at night you're like okay I have this and this to do I used like before I found the photographer I stay up to like 1 a.m every day after working and like being with people and scrolling through Instagram trying to find a photographer Mm -hmm. until I did and that was like two weeks of not really getting sleep and so I think there's things like that where it's just like literally exhausting it's mentally exhausting um Mm -hmm. and spiritually can be like and emotionally you're just yeah drained yeah from doing that Mm -hmm. um yeah it's just like something that I think is hard and another person who recently got married said this to me but she was just like you can't delegate anything as the bride and Mm -hmm. I think that's really a true thing like as a bride and groom you're you're making the decisions and people want to help and I have loved that (laughs) and I feel bad when I can't just be like yes here's a job to do um there was some fun we did like all of our roommates kind of helped with the invitations and Mm -hmm. that was really fun it's such a huge thing to be able to just like have somebody who was home like write half of them Mm -hmm. and then we did an assembly line another night and it was just like so great but a lot of things aren't like that and so that's a little hard Mm -hmm. yeah you really can't make a decision for someone on we did have um, the one day that we were choosing what we were going to have for food. One of our other roommates was here. <laughs> yep. And we sat around the table and we're like, yeah. <laughs> going to use her name. Mac and cheese or mashed potatoes. <laughs> yes, we chose nothing green. But we had a long discussion. She was really helpful with that. And it was really great. And so, like, there's been fun things to, like, bring people in. And people's opinions have been awesome when, like, I don't know. Th- no one's been, like, so opinionated that it's been suffocating. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was just, like, at the end of the day, 
it kind of mm-hmm. comes on you to be like, I'm going to choose this. And yeah. as someone who doesn't like making decisions, mm-hmm. that's hard. See, that 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 that's not pointing at anything you said. <laughs> but that's not a, sh- a stressful piece that you've had to face is when other people want your wedding a certain way also. Yeah. And I don't think you've really had to face that or at least I haven't seen that. But I know that that's a component that sometimes people's parents are like, no, mm-hmm. you're going to have it this way or someone you know makes it like no it's gonna be like this or you have to you have to make sure you have an open bar for all your guests like that's what we used to do back in the day like Mm -hmm. i don't know just like certain things that are just like impressed upon you that you haven't had to necessarily face but also i totally know that that's a thing that for sure so much stress for people i actually i don't think i ever thought there would be like that type of expectation from justin's parents but we were at a wedding with his parents and um there was a moment where his mom was talking about their wedding and stuff. And then she just turned to me. She goes, you don't need to have an outlandish wedding. And I, I can't remember the exact adjective she used, but it was like, you don't have an expensive wedding. You don't need to feel that pressure. And I just was like, so there was like this burden that I didn't realize I was carrying that just mm-hmm. like fell off of like, they don't have these expectations that this wedding has to be like impressive to people. And mm-hmm. I think that's something that's really hard is when parents are kind of like putting out this yeah. image through their child then. Yep, and yep, it's like, yep. okay, I don't want to have all of this stuff. Or I don't mm-hmm. want to spend money on that. Or I don't necessarily need all these people here, but my parents want that. Mm-hmm. And so then you plan a wedding for your parents. Yeah. But I think it was just a really nice, like both sides of our family have just been like, we want to support you mm-hmm. and, and have fun with it. So yeah, that's been blessing. so great. Yeah. I know. Your roommates, on the other hand, have exactly <laughs> what they want it to be like. Just kidding. My roommates have been great. No. Um, right. Other difficulties. I think one thing that is like, I know people talk about in like before going to engagement but like boundaries are just so much harder Mm. and I think like in your mind before you're dating there's just always this idea of like I'm not 100% marrying this person and I guess an engagement you're not either but it's just like it's different yeah and I think that was something that neither Justin and I expected Mm -hmm. but just have been like honestly a lot more difficult to navigate than we thought it would be Mm -hmm. have you guys had like further conversations about that then like what do you do to combat that yeah, I think we definitely, we personally have. And then mm-hmm. also like with other people, I've just mm-hmm. been like, hey, I really want you to hold me accountable to this. Um, and I want you to be like in this conversation. And it was interesting too, our, for our pre- first premarital session, like that was just something that the pastor was like ahead of time. He was just like, don't ever feel like you can't talk about that with me. He's like, I was engaged. I understand mm-hmm. the struggle. And it's just, like, something that, like, everyone experiences. And mm-hmm. I want you to know that that's what we want to help walk with you through that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I think that was, like, it's been a very, like, open topic in that way. And I think between Justin and I, it's been a very open topic. But it's just still, like, a frustrating one to, mm-hmm. like, be navigating when mm-hmm. you don't want to and when it wasn't nearly as hard Yeah. in the dating relationship, mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know. Like, that just was unexpected. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, um, switching gears a little bit. So all the good things, all the bad things, how can friends support their friends who are engaged? Because if you're not engaged right now, you might be like, this podcast doesn't apply to me. I'm never going to get engaged, whatnot. But we're young adults, and there's so many people getting mm-hmm. engaged left and right. How can friends be friends in that season? I think my like you guys as roommates have done such a good job. But one is to be understanding of just like this is a huge transition and there's just emotions that come up with that that maybe like are reflected on you because you're the people currently living with them but <laughs> aren't really because of you. And I think that's a huge thing. Um, and like also just being willing to help when when it's available, like when you can. Mm-hmm. We had One of our roommates was home one night and 
I can't remember. I like started doing invitations. Um, and she was much better handwriting than I do. <laughs> and she was like, I have nothing to do. And just like did probably 70 of our invitations that day. Mm-hmm. And like that was huge. So I think just being available. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another thing is still being intentional of seeking out your engaged friends. Justin and I didn't have to like fully withdraw from being social. But I know a lot of people who did and, and also maybe didn't have time for relationships, I guess, during that. But your friends still want to be your friends. And they're just busy doing something that's really big and so it can be like it can be harder for them to make like maybe normal activities that are like built into your week so like still spending time with them and when it's available Mm -hmm. I think is a really helpful thing yeah um yeah Mm -hmm. I don't know what would you say as someone who is a friend to an engaged person like how does an engaged person be a good friend to somebody who's (laughs) walking alongside of them but not planning a wedding well I don't, I mean, I think how you're doing it's been very good. And I think you've been so purposeful of like, I think maybe this is also because you're, you are, it is hard for you to leave our house, um, you know, and this, yeah. but like you've really been so good at being intentional still. And we have talked at, <laughs> at length about just like, oh, let's just enjoy this season and not be like, oh, this is the last time and this is this, mm-hmm. but like we still like, get to do this. And so I really feel like, you've been so great about being present with just like, hey, let's, we have an hour, like, let's go grab coffee or let's play, go play Azul at Starbucks or stuff like that where we've been doing that. I feel like a lot more. Yeah. And I don't think it's, oh, now that, now that you're engaged, we do this more. Like, that's not like an engaged activity, but I think you've just been very, like, present and wanting to do that in addition to you're still, I, I don't know if that has been at, at the expense of Justin, but, um, squeezing things in when you can mm-hmm. um and also i would say like letting us or helping us or allowing us whatever the word is get to know justin better or your fiance this is not just like a justin natasha situation but i always pictured walking through the f- my whole future with natasha and so now she's choosing to do that with someone else too so like therefore that person's also walking through my future with me and so like when you have these lifelong friendships and now you start tacking on other people and like tying them in holy matrimony to this <laughs> like like they're they're with you now too yeah and so um like, I'm excited to start getting to have, like, Justin be a part of my life um, in a futuristic way. Just, like, I know obviously it looks a lot different than you guys, but he's still going to be now my friend for life mm-hmm. because you are my friend for life. And so uh, not that I'm, like, oh, I need to, like, strengthen my relationship with Justin. I do think there's a lot of time for that after the fact, and it's mm-hmm. not like it's important to do that now. But I've really enjoyed hanging out with Justin with, like, the idea of, like, this is going to be, like, the future yeah and like when justin's around like this is how it's going to be going forward and i'm excited about that and i'm excited to eat his cheesy potatoes for the rest of my life <laughs> and fight about puppy chow at every mm-hmm. event yeah we will go every other we'll share custody of the puppy chow rights it will be fun because when we get married to someone they become the third host of the podcast or mm-hmm. then fourth host yes. so you guys <laughs> justin's like oh my gosh i'm gonna have to do this every week every week um no i think that mm-hmm. has been a really fun theme like, when we started dating and the whole way through, like, dating and community has always been really important to me and having mm-hmm. relationships in community. And I think engagement is a hard time because you're just doing so much and it can be a time that you're tempted to withdraw, I think, and spend that extra time with your fiancé because you do love them and want to spend all your time with them and it's less time than you would normally have. And so I think there can be this temptation then to, like, draw back from your friends. And 
I understand that tension. Like I mm-hmm. really do. And I think that's a hard thing. But to remember that like these are the people that are going to be with you mm-hmm. after the wedding as well. Yeah. So will your fiance. Yeah. You know, like they will be there too. Mm-hmm. But like these are the people that are also standing up in mm-hmm. front of you making a covenant before God that they're going to walk alongside yeah. your mm-hmm. marriage. Yeah. And I will say like we we don't hang out as much. Like if we were to log the amount of time we spend together, it's significantly less now. Yeah. But I think there's been a lot more purpose in that. And it's not like we just watch reels as much together. We used to like, I, like about a year ago, we went through like, oh, do you guys want to watch reels on the couch phase? <laughs> but like, we're really making us sound know, like we have poor social media. We aren't. Like, we no. really aren't. And so I think sometimes we just accentuate things that aren't true because we don't want to accentuate the things that are. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but, um, but I think, yeah, it's that. And I think another thing too, that you've mentioned this whole podcast you don't want to make everything about wedding stuff like with justin or with other people but like you haven't done that with us either Mm -hmm. of course we're having wedding conversations because we're helping plan this exciting big day but like you're still walking through our lives because something that's that's just kind of funny is like your life doesn't stop when you're like helping someone else plan a wedding and but like you've been so present in that too Mm -hmm. and you've been such a good friend in that and so i would say as an engaged person like don't forget your friends are still living their life too um yeah I think, and I've heard this, like, again, this is just our experience with Plenty of Wedding. And so, and we have also a unique friendship that other people might not, like, have the same level of, like, we already do so much together. So, of course, we will Mm -hmm. continue to do that. But I do know, like, people where there have been a lot of friendships hurt during wedding planning or during engagement season because the friend came below the wedding and below the fiancé. Mm-hmm. And so, and you throw in family in there as well. Mm-hmm. But I do think that's something that, like, I observed, you know, kind of on the outside of, like, oh, this person's frustrated me because I, I can't be around and I just, I don't have the time, so I'm choosing not. You know, like, that, and it's, like, I don't fault them for that because I also understand there's a lot of different dynamics and we gave ourselves enough time to plan a wedding and not have to stop life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think, like, if relationships are a priority to you, then you have to show that even when you're in uh in engagement like you can't just take your friends for granted you have to Mm -hmm. trust your friends but i still think you need to make time for them just like they're making time for you Mm -hmm. and they're setting aside things that they really would like to do to help plan a wedding that isn't theirs you know like Mm -hmm. there's something to that as well and so that has been something that i think like i've always wanted to be conscious of of like okay if i have time like i'm going to give it to these people because I love you guys and I want to spend time with you guys and I don't want this season to go by that was only wrapped around planning a wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that has been something that like you navigate week by week. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I do think like it takes purpose and it takes intentionality in that. Um, and you want these people to know that they're just as loved as your fiance or as these hundreds of people that are coming to your wedding that day. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't know, just like right. to make sure that you don't hurt people's feelings in that, I think mm-hmm. has always been important to me. Um, and hopefully I've done that well. I know I've done it perfectly, but I think that's something to remember as you're planning your wedding and maybe thinking about how long you'll be engaged for of like, is this going to allow me to still be the best friend that I can be? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, let's just kind of open this up generally now for people engaged, whatnot, what is any last minute advice before we wrap up the podcast? Anything else that you would suggest? Um, I think a couple of things. I guess one that I kind of hinted on this last conversation of like the right level of 
or length of engagement Mm -hmm. just because that's the amount of time that you're setting aside for this season, right? Mm -hmm. And you can do it really quickly. You can do it for a long time. I think there's difficulties with both. Mm -hmm. So I will say there's a lot of freedom in that. Our engagement maybe is a little bit longer than I would have liked, but also I I don't know what it would have looked like to have done it shorter. And I think there would have been different stressors Mm -hmm. than um, we currently are facing. And so I think you have choices. You're always going to be sacrificing something with the length of your engagement, Mm -hmm. though. So that's something where I don't think you can have your cake and eat it, too. Like, you're just going to have to give up on certain or give up certain things Mm -hmm. um, for something that you value more. So keep that in mind. Another thing, Pinterest I don't know. I wasn't a huge Pinterest person, but before getting married, I was like, oh, or before getting engaged, even I was like, I should start like looking at Pinterest stuff because that's where you get ideas for rings and dresses and like your your decor and the colors of, of your bridesmaids or whatnot. Um, and I don't know. I think Pinterest isn't the place to start with planning a budget for a wedding. <laughs> um, you should create that before because most of the things on Pinterest are unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the budget theme, I think like giving yourself freedom to revise it, but also like before you start planning, look at what your budget is Mm -hmm. and just like don't work backwards from there because that would be really sad. Yeah. Going back up to things that surprised other people about being engaged is how expensive weddings are. And I know know. people talk about that and you're like, oh, well, I just won't get the most expensive thing. Like, no, even if you just want something, you have to pay for it. Like, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I kind of have a naive perspective mm-hmm. with how much things would cost. The other day, Justin was like, everywhere I look, we're spending money. I'm like, I know. And part of that is we just signed a lease on a house. And it's just like, you mm-hmm. know, things are, it's just everything. It's not like just the wedding even. Yeah. You know, it's where you're living afterwards mm-hmm. and all that. And so I think it's expensive. Sticker shock is real. Mm-hmm. But that's why it's really good to know, like, what are we working with? Because then you can plan accordingly. Yeah. And you can have a beautiful wedding and it doesn't have to be super expensive. And you can do things cheaply and it'll be a lot of work. <laughs> I don't know how else you yep. would do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just to add the trifecta of bringing up Instagram reels tonight, um, I saw this reel today that I was going to send you guys, but I'd already sent you one, so it was like one a day. Um, <laughs> but it was like what I thought wedding planning would be like. And it was like, oh, honey, do you like this or color or this color for the centerpieces of the head table? And then like discussing it. And then, and then it was like what wedding planning is actually like. And it's like, honey, did you pay the deposit for this? Yeah, did you pay the deposit for <laughs> yep. this? Yeah, have we sent this deposit in yet? Yeah, um, we, sh- we need to pay for them. Oh, I already paid them. Okay, you know, it's like. <laughs> that is very true. Mm-hmm. Those are half the conversations Justin and I have right now. <laughs> uh, yes. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing, this is kind of a side tangent, but that Justin and I compliment each other really well because he likes reading through contracts and I don't. <laughs> and so like a lot of things you have, to, like they're all a contract of this service mm-hmm. or this lease or whatnot. And the lease, I didn't even read. <laughs> I just said to Tim, is there anything I need to worry about? <laughs> he said, no. And then we signed it. And the lady was even like, yeah, do you have any thoughts on this? And I was like, how do I say I haven't read it without having, like that seemed like a horrible person. <laughs> but I just didn't have time and I trusted Justin would figure it out. So yeah. anyways. There you go. Um, other things, I think a really big thing that I wasn't expecting would be difficult is comparison. Mm. And it's like, it's weird because you compare yourself, but you compare like the decisions you've made too. Mm-hmm. And so one thing that I think is really helpful that took me a little bit longer to figure out, but is like once you've made a decision about something, don't go back and even think about it. Like you made that decision, you paid that deposit, that's what you're <laughs> doing, okay? Yep. Have a great time planning in mm-hmm. that venue. Have a great time wearing that dress. Don't keep looking don't like set yourself up to failure for that because you're just going to be discontent. Mm-hmm. I also just think when it comes to the, all these random little aspects about a wedding um, is that the, there 
is always probably going to be something better. Yeah. Which probably means it's more expensive. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> you're like something better could definitely be achieved if you just spend a little more money. But mm-hmm. then that's not realistic. And then you're, I don't know, I think you're setting your marriage up for a little hardship. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I just think like once you've made a decision, allow yourself to release that. Once mm-hmm. your fiance's made a decision, allow yourself to release that, yeah. you know, and just enjoy what you're planning. And don't make it be like, oh, I wish we had that or I wish we were like this person or feeling like you need to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, enjoy the decisions mm-hmm. you've made. Right. And you want your wedding to be you. Yeah. And not just like someone that you're not. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Which the last piece of advice I have is there's no perfect wedding. <laughs> and everyone will say all the advertisements, all the you know people helping you will find the perfect dress for you. You'll have the perfect day. There's not a perfect wedding. And you're going to love your day. But... I don't think that's going to be achieved through the planning mm-hmm. process or through what you pay for. It's through the people that are right. there and the fact that you're marrying the person you love the most. Exactly. Maybe maybe I'm naive because I've never had a wedding to celebrate myself, but I just don't think what makes or breaks that being like the best day of someone's life is the food that they ate, mm-hmm. the dress that they wore, what was on the center of the table. Yeah, I agree. So that is where we're at with how much I figured out, you guys. And it might be like in a few months that we say this was all little news. Don't listen to anything in this episode. Well, I think, okay, our podcast is what are we all, like a big thing is what are we also figuring out in life? And we mm-hmm. want our podcast community to kind of walk through life with us. And so I'm guessing there's going to be lots of wedding content coming up. We're not going to make this a wedding podcast. Like, this that's not our new brand. We're trying to get on the knot as, like, a recommended resource for <laughs> yeah. people. Just yeah. kidding, just that's kidding. That's what we're doing. Last week it was the NFL's brand <laughs> we were trying to get on. This week it's exactly. the Exactly. No, but, like, I think one of the, the things about our podcast is, like, what are we currently figuring out in life? What do we want to, like, share? And this is something we're both walking through in different capacities, I will say. But nonetheless, we're both walking through that. And so it's just naturally going to come up. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So we're excited to share that with you guys. Emma, it's, I think it's been just like a fun theme for us to experience as friends, but Mm -hmm. also the podcast is a fun way to chronicle different themes in life. And so this is kind of a cool thing for both of us to be able to talk about too. Honestly, I was going to just tell you this when we finish, but like someday I'm going to go back and listen to this podcast. If I'm ever in that situation, I'm going to like want to get all this advice from you and I think you always are so wise in what you have to say and you do things so well so I'm excited to just like have this tucked in my back pocket available on the internet for everyone just to like get what you have to say you don't struggle with making decisions though so you're gonna have so much easier of a time <laughs> just kidding well yeah no um yeah well thank you guys for listening to this and just um where we're at currently in, in yeah. life but yeah we're super grateful you guys choose to walk alongside us in this capacity and we'll see you back next week